Blog Talk Radio.
Come on, lift up your hands, he's here.
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people on tonight, God, to tell them what thus says the Lord, to bring forth a message, God, that I hope, that I pray, will heal and deliver on tonight, God. Thank you, Lord God, for giving me the strength to bring it forth the way that you gave it to me, God, to unpack it, to deliver it, to break it down the way that you gave it to me so that somebody will understand and so that your people will get freedom from what they've been dealing with. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you get the glory tonight. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire. I am your home host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to join me on tonight. As I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from John chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Just two verses. John chapter 1, verses 11 and 12 from the New Living Translation. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. We're talking about Jesus. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Again, it's John 1, verses 11 and 12 from the New Living Translation. Imagine with me coming to your own people and they reject you. The people you feel called to. For some, the people you are related to. For others, for others, those you once had a spiritual connection to and they reject you. Imagine that. The people you feel called to For somebody, it's the people you're related to. Somebody else is those you once had a spiritual connection to. Imagine coming to them and they reject you. Somebody, you don't have to imagine it. You know exactly how it feels. And guess what else, beloved? Jesus knows how you feel, too. Jesus knows how you feel, too. You know what else I wonder? I wonder if God deliberately set Jesus up to be rejected. I wonder if God deliberately set Jesus up to be rejected so that he would know how we feel, so that he would know firsthand how you and I feel. I wonder if God deliberately set Jesus up to be rejected so that we would be accepted. I wonder if if God deliberately set Jesus up to be rejected so that we would be accepted because that's exactly what happened in tonight's foundational text. They rejected him and we accepted him and became not just his creation, but we, because of the rejection Jesus suffered, became God's very own children. I'm going to say it again. They rejected him, and we accepted him and became not just his creation, but we, because of the rejection Jesus suffered, became God's very own children. 
to which the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 15 and 16 from the New Living Translation says, So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Indeed, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father, which is why I played that song. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Romans 8, 15 and 16 from the New Living Translation. The Passion Translation, the TPT says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, leading you back into fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. Somebody, you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned, for as he rises up within us, our spirits join with, with him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved Father. But the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers, into our innermost being. You are God's beloved child. Just imagine the Holy Spirit whispering that to you. You are God's beloved child. You're going throughout your day, maybe you're having a rough day, then all of a sudden, you gently you hear the words coming up out of your innermost being, reassuring you that you are God's beloved child. Romans 8, 15 and 16 from the TPT. Now, could you not find beauty in that? Now, how could you not find beauty in that? But it all started when they wrongfully, when they unfairly rejected Jesus. The rejection Jesus suffered became an open door. The rejection Jesus suffered became an open door for you and I to accept him and become the children of God. It's right there in tonight's foundational text. When they rejected him, he gave us a chance to accept him. The rejection Jesus suffered became an open door for you and I to accept him and become the children of God. The beauty of rejection. That's what we're talking about tonight. The beauty of rejection. Somebody, I know it hurts. I know it does. And you can't see it right now, but there is something beautiful being birthed out of the rejection you have experienced. There is something beautiful being birthed out of the rejection you have experienced. One day, you will be thankful for those who rejected you. Yeah, I said it. One day, you can't see it right now. You think I'm talking crazy right now. But... Let this get in your spirit. One day, you will be thankful for those who rejected you. They rejected you because you wouldn't move. Somebody, they rejected you because you wouldn't move. You wanted God to move, but you wouldn't move. You wanted God to move, but you wouldn't move. Out of loyalty to them, you didn't move. And out of loyalty to them, you didn't move. So God had to let you feel the hurt of rejection 
so that you would move away from them. He was trying to get you away from them the whole time, but you wouldn't move, but you wanted God to move. You wouldn't move. You wanted God to move. A loyalty to them. You didn't move. So God had to let you feel the hurt of rejection. So somebody just received it. I know it's hurtful to hear, but receive it. Just like we accepted Jesus after he was rejected by his own people, there are those who will will receive you. Just like we accepted Jesus after he was rejected by his own people, there are those, beloved, who will receive you, who will accept you, who will believe in you. There's another door of opportunity, a door of fellowship waiting on you, but you must let go of the past. It's dependent on you letting go of the past. There's another door of opportunity. There's another door of fellowship waiting on you, but you must let go of the past. You must let your past go. But love, you you must let go of the past. You must let go of what they did. And how they did did you. You must let go of what they did and how they did you in order to embrace God has for you. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future according to Jeremiah 29 and 11 NIV. Just imagine, just imagine if Jesus had been bitter harboring bitterness in his spirit towards those who had rejected him in tonight's foundational text. What kind of savior would he have been? What kind of savior would he have been? Back when he walked this earth as a man, what kind of savior would he have been? If he still was walking around harboring bitterness, what if he had got so bitter to the point that when he was supposed to be on earth, healing people, delivering people, sign and reading the word and fellowshipping with the disciples and teaching the disciples, being an example for the disciples. What if he was full of bitterness? What kind of savior would he have been? The answer, he wouldn't have been the savior. He wouldn't have been the savior at all. God couldn't have used him to deliver us if he himself still needed to be delivered. God couldn't have used Jesus to deliver us if he himself still needed to be delivered. Think about that. Just pause and take a deep breath and think about that. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire. Tonight is no different. One wrong reaction to being rejected in Jesus' whole God-given assignment would have been altered, would have been derailed. One wrong reaction to being rejected in Jesus' whole God-given assignment would have been altered, would have been derailed. And where would we be without Jesus? And where would we be without Jesus? Please don't let that happen to you. Please don't let that happen to you. Learn to forgive what you don't understand. Hear me tonight. Learn to forgive what you don't understand. And thank God for his plan in and through it all. Learn to forgive what you don't understand. And thank God 
for his plan in and through it all. Because somebody can't imagine their life without you. Because somebody can't imagine their life without you. That's why you need to get yourself together emotionally. Whoever I'm talking to, that's why you need to get yourself together emotionally. There are people who still need you. There are people, hear me, that still need you to be at your best despite how you're feeling. Therefore, 22 doesn't have to be a reminder of 21 for you. Therefore, 22, 2022 doesn't have to be a reminder of you, a, a reminder of 2021 for you. It's a new year for a reason. It's a new year for a reason. It's more than just a calendar change. But God expects some changes to manifest in you. But God expects some changes to manifest in you. New year, new opportunity to not do the same old things. It's a new year, a new opportunity to not do the same old things. You will not linger in the past. You will not linger in the past. You will not keep replaying how they hurt you. That's what you will not you will not bring into twenty twenty two. Not under my watch. Not listening to this ministry. You will not bring that into twenty 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 two. You will not keep replaying how they hurt you. Rejection will not have a place at your dining room table anymore. Somebody rejection will not have a place at your dining room table anymore. Change the subject. Talk about something else. Change the subject. You you hear me? Do you hear me? Somebody, you are done entertaining this spirit. You are done entertaining this spirit. You are done entertaining the rejection. They did what they did. And no, I'm not glorifying it tonight, but they did what they did. It's time to move on. You are done entertaining the rejection. But see the beauty in it all. Because there is beauty. God is not through with you yet. That's a beautiful thing. Still here for a reason. Through the hurt and all, you're still here for a reason. Let God work like only God can work. And you will see. Let God work like only God can work. And you will see all the pieces that feel broken or missing in your emotions. Because of them, God will heal. I promise you, God will heal. And just like Romans 8:28 says, all things are working together for the good. All things are working together for the good, even this, which means the hurt you feel is not working against you, but for you. It doesn't feel good. It's not supposed to. But it's doing its part in achieving something good. It doesn't feel good right now. But it's doing its part. The hurt is doing its part. The rejection is doing its part in achieving something good. Just wait till, just wait till it all comes together. Just wait till it all comes together. You see, I wouldn't be here tonight talking to you. I wouldn't be here now talking to you if some people hadn't rejected me. 
So I know firsthand what I'm talking about. So I know firsthand the beauty of rejection, the beauty God can bring from a seed that has been rejected. See yourself as a seed. You see, sometimes God feels the need to dig you up. Though it hurts, he feels the need to dig you up and plant you somewhere else so that you can grow, mature, change, prosper, so that you can learn to walk in the wisdom, so that you can learn to walk in the wisdom that he so richly wants to give you. God has wisdom for you on every subject that you can name. Whatever you need wisdom on, he has it for you. And he's ready for you to walk in that wisdom, walk in his wisdom, etc. Better yet, see yourself as one of the branches that God prunes, according to John 15. See yourself getting past how you feel today. I need you to see yourself. Get in past how you feel today. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. I know you've heard that scripture quoted many times. You probably haven't read it and quoted it many times yourself. Psalms 30 and 5. But do you know what it means? Here's a simple meaning that the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning, meaning your emotions will change, meaning your emotions will change. You won't always feel like crying. You won't always feel like weeping. Rejection is not something to cry about because rejection is not something to rejoice about because God is going to use every bit of how you're feeling right now. So if you don't take anything else from the message tonight, I want you to take this one thing from tonight's foundational text, from the life of Jesus. Take away this one thing. If you don't take away but one thing, let it be this. Let it be this. Rejection will show you who really appreciates you. Rejection will show you who really appreciates you and who never should have been an option for you to begin with. That's what it showed Jesus in tonight's foundational text. Because he had one set of people that rejected him. Those were the people that never should have been an option for him to, for him to begin with. And then there's us who accepted him and show appreciation for him. Or at least we try to show our appreciation for him every day. Again, rejection would show you who really appreciates you and who never should have been a, been an option for you to begin with. And this is all God gave me for tonight. So I pray that you receive it. If you can't say amen, at least say ouch. If you can't say amen, I understand that. But at least say ouch. Now heal, beloved. Forgive, beloved, because somebody needs you delivered from the bitterness, from the hurt. Most of all, you need you. That's important. Even if nobody else needs you, you need you. Let's pray. Father God, show them you can be trusted, even when they don't understand what has happened and or what you are doing. You never call them to understand people, but to pray for one another. 
So teach them to pray through the rejection. Pray through the hurt and bitterness. Pray for those you're holding responsible. Pray for them. Pray and heal and trust that you are, that you are using every bit of this season, that God is going to use every bit of this season to shift you into another season of blessing. God is going to use every bit of this season to shift you into a season of blessing. I hear in my spirit, the door is open. I hear in my spirit, the door is open. Father, we receive. In Jesus' name, we receive. Now let's talk salvation because I don't take for granted that everybody under the sound of my voice is saved. I wish that was true, but I know that it's not. So let's talk salvation right quick. The Bible says, in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. You might have read that. You remember? The Bible says, in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes, which means he was aware, he was alert, and he still had mobility. Luke 16, verses 22 and 23 from the King James Version. But, love, you don't want that. You do not want that. You do not want to lift up your eyes and know that you are in hell. First of all, if you know it, that means your senses are working. If you can know, then you can feel. And that's not going to be good. Hell is way 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 harder than anything we've experienced on this earth, so it's not going to be good. You don't want that. No, you want to lift up your eyes and feel the peace of God that surpasses all understanding and know that you have eternal peace with God and that you are with Jesus. Philippians 4 and 7, New King James. Second Corinthians 5 and 8 from the New King James says, To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's for anybody who has lost a loved one. If they died in Christ, to be absent from the body, in the words of Paul, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But here's the big question for tonight. Who is your Lord? It's time you made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 tells us how to do that, tells you how to do that. Romans 9 and 10 from the NIV says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So open your mouth and repeat after me. If you're serious on tonight, if you really want to be if you really want to be saved, open up your mouth and repeat after me. Jesus I confess with my own mouth that I am a sinner in need of you. I repent of any wrong actions, wrong spoken words, or thoughts I've had. I believe with my heart that you are the Son of God raised from the dead. I need you. I want you as my Lord and Savior. With faith as little as a mustard seed, I believe. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come. Amen. If you receive salvation on tonight and you just want to reach out, I'm going to tell you how to do that in a minute. I no longer open the phone lines on prolific fire because the subject matters are always about real issues, and I don't want to put nobody on the spot. I never meant to do that in the past, but the Holy Spirit has led me to do it 
another way to make sure that nobody's put on the spot. The Holy Spirit led me to to just close the phone lines and give you a phone number that where you can reach me privately and we can talk and I can minister to you however the Holy Spirit leads me to. If you wanna if you wanna email, however you wanna reach out, that is fine. Just pay attention because the number is coming. If you miss it, don't worry about it. I'm gonna post it on the on my social media platforms. Wherever you know me and this ministry from, just go back to to that platform, and it will be there. Give me a minute tonight, but I'll get it on there. So if you want to just reach out and say I receive salvation, or you need prayer, a Bible-based consultation. You can reach out to me by calling the text in 865-408-8690, 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. Again, the number is 865-408-8690. Or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. Like I said, all that information will be up on all my social media in just a little bit tonight. I look forward to talking to each of you one-on-one as the Holy Spirit leads. If you need, if you need, and other announcements, if you need this ministry, PayPal, info, or cash app info because you feel led to you, you can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash prolific fire or the cash app. It's a dollar symbol and prolific fire. Dollar symbol prolific fire, the ministry's name. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at prolific fire on Instagram at Property Stacy. Also, you can reach out to me on either one of these. Before I came live on air, I ministered to someone through Instagram. So if you don't want to text or don't want to call or you don't want to email, but you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have prolific, you have you have uh, Facebook, then you can reach out to me on either one of my Facebook pages. It don't matter. And on my Twitter page at Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Stacy. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page, reach out to me on that page or my personal page, which is Property Stacy Goler. I think no property is not on there. It says Stacy Golan. I put probably Stacy up under there in parentheses. So you'll know it's me. Also, I have another page. It's five minutes of focus. And five is the number five and not the word five. Five minutes of focus. Also, you can reach out to me on that page. People do all the time. So if you just don't want to text or email or call or whatever, but you're on social media and you see me on there and you want to reach out, that is perfectly fine. That's what I'm there for. The Lord has called me to online ministry. So that's what you want to do. That's perfectly fine. But if you don't get your prayer request in by reaching out to me and you don't mind it being live on the air, then join my sister for Faith on the Line with Prophet's page. It's a time of prayer and encouragement. Even if you don't have a prayer request, I still encourage you to be in the atmosphere. To be in the atmosphere, rich atmosphere of prayer. The Lord is going to show up, He always does. And you will receive just for being in the atmosphere, rich with prayer like that. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. By calling the same number that many of you call tonight. Thank you, everybody that's on the phone line. I see your number. Thank you. And for those of you that's listening through another 
another social media site, then and you can't see the number. Listen to me carefully. The number is three four seven four two six three seven eight two. And Faith on the Line with Prophetess Page starts eight Eastern, seven Central, five Pacific, Friday night. Your prayer request will be taken then too, so call in. I will be right here with my sister praying along with her. So join us. Join her, join me, join us, join the Lord, because he will be in the midst. He will be in the midst, and you will be blessed. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place for another word from the Lord. For, for another word from the Lord. This concludes tonight's service. Everybody have an awesome night in the Lord. Everybody on the phone lines, you can manually hang yourself up. God bless.